You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Fire Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, and with me always is my good friend, Jay from the hills of Texas. And yeah, they Mike in Texas. And how goes it? We are into December, man. What the heck? Burr. Is, uh, I know, man. What do you mean, burr? Uh, just gone by. <laughs> I know, it's 80 degrees outside, so, you know, hey. I know, he's, I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. What are you talking about? It's been great. I bet for our northern, our northern clientele who are listening to us. Yeah. That's true. Well, we do feel sorry for those guys. I think Phillip's up in Wisconsin. He's probably trudging through the snow even as we speak. Poor guy. <laughs> Uphill both ways. Don't forget that. Somebody, el- oh, yeah. somebody else in your group, though, is on a cruise, so we don't have any kind of uh, you know, concern for that person. That's true. So uh, drinking they're on the water weekend if they're down <laughs> by the, the pool. Or whatever. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, uh, Christmas time is around the corner. I... Uh, I don't know what uh, what the story is. What, what do you mean? You don't know what the story is? Uh, Christmas well, comes I mean, at the end of the month. Christmas comes once Joyous a year. Joyous time of year. Love demand. It's just it's like yesterday. I was you know getting ready to do the electric festival, and then now it's Christmas. Oh no no no! That's called old age, and it seems like every year we get older. All of a sudden, the year goes by very quickly. As opposed to, do you remember when you were a kid? Summer vacations seemed to last like for I don't know eight months. It just seems like uh, a huge, you know, school was over and then it was like summer vacation and it lasted like like almost half the year. And then all of a sudden you had to go back to school again. I remember, I remember sudden, not liking going back to school. I remember that. Yeah. But now all of a sudden it's like summer zip. What, whoa, what was that? You know, oh, we, we went to a festival. We went here. We went there. All of a sudden the year's done and, you know, it's a new year already. That's amazing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it happens fast. I don't know. It seems the older I get, the faster it goes. Exactly. That's kind of was my point. It is insane. It is. Well, anyway, the the good news is, end of the year, we're about to start a new year, new season, new adventures. I know. Exactly. The cool thing is, though, is we have a, some special guests tonight. Oh, we do. Who who do we got we on do. tonight? Well, uh, we have um, Harold J. Walsh. He is the uh, president of the um, Mike's Club. Yeah, rrcc.org. rrcc.org. And uh, he's been working kind of uh, with a couple of new programs, and he's going to come on and and tell us a little bit about it. So we're excited to hear him. Excellent. And then Shannon Gallagher from the uh, Arizona here, the Arizona Electric Festival is right around the corner. We're definitely going to be talking about that, right? We're definitely talking All about right. that. Whew. So, yeah, I've been jonesing for so, some. Uh, I've been jonesing for some electric festival. <laughs> <laughs> you know me too, especially since I've been flying the turbine lately. So, which I did a couple of weeks ago. I got out and did some. Uh, I think I texted Jay or called him or whatever. I was like, "Woo!" Got the F fifteen up flying around. So that was kind of exciting. Is Shannon going to so let you fly that for the like the stuff. noontime? Non electric part. Not. <laughs> it's not probably not. Oh, what? I was rec- <laughs> we'll have to ask him. <laughs> Oh no, I'm not gonna bring it. Oh no, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna ask him. I'm bring. asking him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna. You can ask only one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> 
Although I do remember one year, correct me if I'm wrong, Jay, but uh, I think we had a turbine helicopter that flew around. Uh, we did. I think so. That guy, we, that guy yeah, who does so it too. for like movies I, and stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. We talked name? to him yeah, a couple yeah. of times, but I don't remember if it was turbine or if it was still electric. The very first year it was turbine, but he converted it to electric. That's right. That's exactly yeah, what happened. Because the next year he came back and I was like, wait a second. You know, that's, that's right. It, it didn't that's look any did. different. It just had a bigger, you know, battery that went in it instead of a fuel tank. But well, it probably yep, didn't need that's, too that's much more amazing. battery because that turbine wasn't there anymore. Probably wasn't near as heavy as it was. Yeah, yeah it's no true, doubt. but so. you know, it doesn't fly as long and you know, some other things, but it was still cool either way. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of cool. So I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of excited. I'm getting ready for it. I'm kind of excited. So, and I, and I'm excited to hear what Harold says. You know, I mean, we you kind of mentioned some of the stuff before when we were kind of getting ready for the interview, uh, and you know, he's got a lot of good things that he's putting together. So he's making their club kind of the you know pointy end of the stick, I guess, and trying all these new things to get new people to come in, which is very important in our hobby. Uh, our hobby is one of those that you know, like we've talked about before in the past, it's you know full of guys like us, and you know our kids are grown, but uh, you know with the exception of few of the guys I know uh, that have their kids, you know, kind of doing stuff, um, you know, it's not like I see a whole lot of kids. So maybe some of the programs he's got, uh, you know, slotted for 2020 will help out. That would be nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing what he has to say. Well, I'm kind of excited we get uh, Harold. Uh, we actually have him on the line. Hey, Harold, I hear you're on the line. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much for the invitation to visit this evening. Yeah, not a problem. We uh, understand that uh, AK Mike and uh, your club had a, an event just recently. Why don't you kind of run us through what uh, what transpired? Well, we had our annual memorial charity fun fly event in where we raised money for deceased former club members and made the donation on their behalf to three different charities. First one is the Allen Community Outreach. Second one is the North Texas Vietnam Veterans Group. And the third one is the Princeton Volunteer Fire Department. Wow. We've done this event for the last 16 years. The purpose of the event is to help the club maintain its goal leader status at the Academy of Model Aeronautics. Right. Now, the, uh, um, that's part of your, I think the gold uh, membership or whatever that is uh, requires you to do like one charity event a year. Is that right? Yes, it does. And then it also requires we have a community outreach program in which the club for years has conducted what they call a tri-RC day to the surrounding communities. And to be honest with you, AK, Mike, and Michael, the event has not been very successful However, we've made a change going forward into 2020. We have developed a relationship with the Young Eagles Squadron in McKinney, Texas. We had an opportunity to meet the Civil Air Patrol group of junior high and high school students that are McKinney-based. And we are now in the process of integrating those two youth aviation interest groups into our Tri-RC Day program for 2020. I will share with you, we have about 30 cadets from the Civil Air Patrol that are interested in building some SIG LT-40s, also going through our training program, and then eventually becoming a youth member of the Richardson Radio Control Flying Club. This is something we've never done before, 
and under my leadership, I believe it's very important as part of our branding strategy as we expose our organization regionally and nationally. The youth are the future of the club, the future of the hobby. That's true. And even though these young youth today, they wind up doing video games and other extracurricular activities, the, folk, the kids that have the aviation interests are very passionate about learning and they want to do some activities like a build, training with RC pilots, and learning how to do aerobatics as well. So we had a very good meeting with the Civil Air Patrol last Sunday night. Found out their leader, Mr. Robert Moore, is a former member of the club, still builds scratch airplanes. There's a very good chance he'll join the organization. And also the parents are very passionate about supporting this new relationship. So we're very excited going into 2020. So, so Harold, you introduced me to somebody, uh, I think her name was Micah? Yes, Micah Sanchez. She is the front person that introduced us to the Civil Air Patrol. After our charity fun fly event last week, her and her brother flew several flights. She asked if we could work together and build a program with their uh, group of Civil Air Patrol cadets. We said, absolutely. So she did a survey in the next two days and came back to us on Wednesday, invited us to the meeting this past Sunday. That's how the whole program is being developed and built at this time. Micah is a 14-year-old young lady that has aspirations to go to the Air Force Academy, one of the sharpest young ladies I've ever met. She also is involved in Young Eagles, and she flies full-scale airplanes wow. under the supervision of a licensed pilot. And she is really our champion for this program. Uh, so, so what I also liked about um, the recent event was there was a good number of young kids there. Uh, I don't know. I would say anywhere from eight to fourteen years old uh, on the average. I, I only I didn't get to stay for the whole event. I had other things that uh, that I had scheduled, and so we're. Uh, I mean, I, I assumed more some more folks showed up because it was a really nice day, and uh, um, you know the weather was great. And it looks like everybody was having fun when I left. Maybe that's why they were having fun. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> Well, anytime you're around RC airplanes, everybody should be having fun. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's absolutely. True. It's, a, it's the most fun a man can have, that's so, right. or a person can have as well. Is A couple more young Eagle pilots showed up, and we had five instructors constantly rotating these young youth pilots flying the EAA-built LT-40. The airplane was built so straight under the leadership of Bill McLaughlin, Nick Losey, Bill Voigt, and also Gary Lundberg. The club is now entertaining the idea of changing our whole training fleet from apprentices to LT-40s. And our thought process today is to have the Civil Air Patrol cadets build the LT-40s as a co-op program. But as for the fun fly itself, it was really exciting to see the young kids sit there and study the maneuvers of other pilots flying, ask questions, and ask how they can get involved. And as a result of the event, we had two, I'm sorry, we had three new junior members sign up to the organization and one father sign up as a paid membership. And this all plays into what I've been advocating for the organization for the last few years. It's about building a brand that parents, can recognize with their children that have an aviation interest. 
Does that help out, Mike and Michael? Yeah, that's uh, that actually has a good goal. I think um, you know the fact that you're combining both full scale and RC and trying to get uh, people interested in using both avenues is pretty amazing. Yes, and something else I'll share with you at the charity fun fly event. There were several veterans there. Right. <clears throat> My fellow club member, a gentleman by the name of Ed Nogar, was an Air Force Academy graduate, and he flew in the Vietnam War for several years in the Air Force and went on to become a 777 captain at American Airlines and retired. Wow. Micah Sanchez had a chance to visit with him about the Academy, along with her father and her brother. I also introduced Micah and her family to a gentleman by the name of Woody. He's a retired Air Force B-52 pilot. And these gentlemen fly radio controlled airplanes. And they're very passionate about the hobby. It was fun to see them spend time with the young students, sure. teaching them how to fly, coaching them, and basically talking about the aerodynamics of flight. And as the president of the organization, it was very rewarding to me to see the engagement of the club membership with the youth attending the event. Well, well, Harold, I know that um, you're kind of short on time, so I, I don't want to um, uh, drag you know drag this out for you. But uh, can you tell us maybe like one more thing that um, you think would be you know worth folks knowing? I mean, our, our uh, we we have a pretty wide net in terms of uh, listeners. Um, you know, uh, you know, it goes all around the world, as yeah, you know, it's worldwide, and yeah. so. Yeah, worldwide. So, so if there's something that you th- think you'd want to share, maybe to other club presidents, or maybe to just people just starting in, in into the hobby, what do you think would be the the thing you'd want to share? Well, that's a great question, and I'm okay on time for another several minutes here. Let's take a step back and talk about what I think is important in the hobby today. Is we live in a very busy social media world. And it's about building a brand. It's about telling the story of your club, reaching out to the youth in a very positive, empowerment way. What I mean by empowerment is the experience we went through last fall working with some full-scale pilots conducting the EAA Young Eagles Youth Airplane Build Program, which includes a flight simulator hands-on building, hands-on covering with several of our master builders within the club. That's one area I think can help clubs across the country. The other area I believe in is what I call STEM activity at the school level. Schools are clamoring for RC clubs to bring in large-scale airplanes or even electric smaller airplanes that basically show how the technology has been integrated into RC flying. And we found that STEM programs have been very well received here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We had a STEM event last year with the Plano Independent School District. We've been invited back to share another event with them as well in the future in 2020. Another area that I think is important for clubs to reach out to in their local communities and cities is what I call robotics competition. In Collin County, there's a group called the COCO Robotics competition, which stands for Collin County. Now, these are schools within Collin County that sponsor teams, and they're looking for financial support to help those teams get the materials and support to build a robotics, I would say, a device that they can compete with in 
judge competition. Hmm. I found out this year that a couple of the young Eagle students that we had in the build, the EA airplane build, were involved in the Collin County Robotics Competition. So as a leader of the Richardson Radio Control Club, I made the decision that we are going to support and sponsor a robotics team next year. Now, this is part of my trilateral strategy of creating a youth conduit to funnel the youth into the organization. Right. Through the robotics program, the EAA build program with the Young Eagle, and also the Civil Air Patrol. The Richardson Club's been around for 55 years. They've never done anything this strategic. And honestly, gentlemen, this is exciting times for us right. because we are getting ready to, under my leadership, when I have an exec council meeting in two weeks, to uh, uh, basically come up with a social media chair manager in our group that will be a liaison to AMA. And I've asked that person, that, that position, to be responsible for communicating all these branding strategies to the Academy of Model Aeronautics. And with that being said, my goal long-term for the club is to be recognized as a leader in outreach programs, facilitating the growth of the hobby, support the activities and different facets of the hobby, and also to go back and share in the surrounding areas that we will be the host of the largest swap meet auction once a year, maybe twice a year as the future unfolds. Now, well, the really club cool. is on the move. I, I have a question real quick, yeah. um, Harold. It, it kind of made me think about this when you were talking about robotics. Now, when I lived in Alaska, wintertime came pretty quick, and uh, you really couldn't fly outside after a certain point in time. And so we would go into the high schools or middle schools and do RC flying in the winter. Now, uh, being in Texas, I feel that's almost flipped 180, and that that should happen probably during the summer, which, which would actually be good because there's probably not a lot going on from a school perspective in the summer in those schools. Have you guys done anything or have you guys ever looked at possibly going into the schools to do indoor flying as well as uh, in your programs? No, we have not. There's been some talk about reaching out to a school or to another facility to maybe have an indoor fun fly. Mike, I think you hit the nail on the head. That's a great idea. Yeah. Would it be well, possible to ask you to lead that initiative for our organization in 2020? <laughs> you oh, just oh, stuck yourself volunteer. out there, dude. <laughs> Mike, just I just wondered if he, I just wondered if you thought about it, if you guys had yeah. talked about it before, because it seems like a real natural thing for uh, stuff doing it. Oh, and sure. I, I'm not looking for more time to fly. I'm having struggle fly, flying as it is. But I just know that for when we were in Alaska. Uh, you know, when I was in Alaska, you really couldn't fly unless stuff like that was going on. Now, that's yeah, not sure. true here in Texas. Right. You can you can fly yeah. when it's hot. That's just a choice you have to make. But uh, it was just something well, I wondered about. It's not a about. big choice because I fly when it's 105, 110 degrees outside in Arizona. So I know, <laughs> I know how yeah. hot it gets. Well, now, now, Harold. It's, uh, it's great. What's that? That's a great idea. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, now, the robotics program, do you foreshadow or you foresee um, the ability for guys to go from robotics into, like, remote control aircraft into the real aircraft? Or are you just trying to develop the single channels? You know, like, if they're interested in robotics, the club has a spot for that. If they're interested in airplanes, the spot has, you know, they have a spot for that. How does that all kind of combine? Oh. Mike, oh, this what, is all... 
Well, I just want to say real quick, when we, Mike, in Alaska, we had connected up with the technology school, and I believe they have those here in Texas as well. And I imagine that with what Harold's doing with the STEM program, uh, th that that all just that stuff just sort of connects together because uh, robotics leads to the to the uh, automated flying plane flying uh, a bunch of other things that can go on uh, with it uh, with regard to that. So I'm I I'm sorry you. I kind of stepped on you there, Harold, a little bit. Go ahead and uh, answer Mike's question. No, absolutely. That's great feedback because I. From where I sit today, just believe kids that are involved in robotics have the experience of building something from pieces to a vehicle and compete and be judged upon their innovation, their, shall we say, strategic thinking outside the box. Right. And by competing in that environment, they can take the next step and get involved in a youth-based program at the Richardson Radio Control Club to build an airplane put the electronics in, see how everything comes together, and experience the joy of flight. It's just, a, to me, a natural evolution. Now, one of the things I'll share with you as a club is you have to create a balance between branding, having fun, and committing time, people, and energy. And that's one of the things that we've struggled with over the last couple of years when I first became president. And I figured out that I can't convince the entire membership. So I go to a few key people and get them to embrace the program and lead the program. And they'll bring in some followers to help supplement and round out the leadership roles you need to have to make these programs successful. I also believe we have to be different than other clubs around the DFW area. Now, some clubs are healthier financially than we are, but we're very healthy financially. We have monetary resources to build these kind of programs. Sure. And one of the things as a leader, I made very clear to the Civil Air Patrol, and I spoke to him Sunday night, that no child would be left behind because of economic resources. I believe there should be equal access and equal opportunity for every young child, male or female, that wants to fly airplanes, not be denied the opportunity. And I'm very steadfast on that stance. That's perfect. Man, it sounds like you've really got, uh, you know, a vision for the future. And, uh, man, we applaud your efforts. The, um, you know, the fact that uh, people are starting to, uh, you know, kind of come together and you're using all these programs to, to get that next generation in there. That's one of the things that uh, Jay and I talk about all the time and Mike as well is that, you know, this this hobby, those of us that are older, you know, we love doing it. We've been doing it as a, as a you know, a small child. But as we look around, I mean, I just spent this weekend at our club and, I didn't see anybody, you know, young or actually that's not true. I think we had two kids there, uh, both of them about seven years old and they did fly, but you know, there is a lot of, a lot of, uh, avenues coming at them in you know, many different directions and we have to find those guys that are interested. So I definitely applaud your efforts. Well, thank you very much for the compliment. I will share with you, and I talked to my fellow new officers coming on board to the exec council for 2020. We believe today the civil air patrol makes perfect sure. sense to get that youth count done. And I'd recommend clubs across the country explore that avenue. And they're more than happy to give them my contact information, my email, president at rcc.org, to ask for additional insight. I'm more than happy to jump on a call with them to share some of these ideas because that's how these 
programs are built from innovation and from brainstorming and trying something new. The old saying goes, nothing venture, nothing gain. <laughs> there you have it. Harold J. Walsh the second is uh, giving us those uh, gems of, uh, of um, uh, wisdom. Wisdom. Thank you. <laughs> well, gentlemen, I've enjoyed our conversation this evening. I am more than happy to get Thank back you. on another podcast sometime in the future to promote the welfare and being of the hobby. And Mike, since you're in Arizona, if you ever do come to the great state of Texas, you can certainly be our guest. I will actually, because uh, I do fly full time for a living as well uh, at American, uh, and uh, so I'm in Dallas quite a bit. So I will definitely have to make plans to uh, snag Mike and come up there and uh, and do some uh, flying at your field. I'd love it. Absolutely, just watch out for the tree <laughs> lines. Okay. Yes, we uh, we are uh, familiar with trees. They reach up and grab uh, airplanes all the time out where I'm at. So. Well, Harold, thank you very much for taking your time out of your precious day. We appreciate your efforts in this uh, hobby. We always love to talk to those guys who are putting an effort in to uh, make the hobby that much greater. So, that sounds great. You all have a great evening. And Perfect. Have a you do the same. Thank you so much. Thanks, appreciate it. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, Harold's pretty amazing. That's, wow, that's you know, fantastic. He's got quite a quite a bit of uh, a vision for the future. I think. It's amazing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, he, he's been a great guy to get to know. And, uh, and you know, he's just one of many people who have experience and joy and, you know, just are totally into the hobby. And it's really great to be around these guys. I, I love hanging out with them. And, uh, and, and as you know, good flyers, mm-hmm. too. Like, you know, we got a good set of folks that come out to our field that, you know, really know what they're doing. So it's, it's great. I love it. I'd... Well, I wish that we uh, we could get the same caliber of people out at my field. <laughs> you well, you got to get the people two at your field us, first, hey. man. What the heck? <laughs> I mean, they actually have they actually have people in Dallas. Statistically, Jay, right. you already do. I mean, well, that's true. That's true. It's, it, yeah. Actually, we have a very high caliber of folks that are there. All two or three of us. So yeah, we we're definitely. It's uh, like it's like your whole club is high yes, caliber. If you all one me. of you, <laughs> or two of you, I guess, if Jim is there. There's two, three of you. Got to include Jim, and there's. There's a couple of stragglers that are pretty high exactly. caliber too. Three ish. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, yeah. we're looking for that second or, you know, that fourth or fifth member to, you know, double our size of our club. Start to normalize. You start to normalize your yeah. uh, quality level. Exactly. What's the magic number for <laughs> exactly. articles in corporation? I think is you have to have five. Is it five? Five. <laughs> I think it was. I think it's Perfect. five. So. Yeah. <laughs> and Jay said he would make us honorary members. So, I mean, I don't well, know if that's no, honorary I guess, members. We'd I guess love you to have guys honorary are members. honorary Woo-hoo. members. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get you a t shirt. Or we maybe a sticker. Might members. be a sticker. That's all we got for the budget. <laughs> yeah, you don't really want to go all out by a T-shirt. Well, if they were T-shirts, it'd be like Jay's old ones. Yeah. He's getting ready. To get <laughs> or you had to buy your own. You know, like, a, hey, bring your own T-shirt <laughs> right. to the field. <laughs> bring your own T-shirt, right? Exactly. Actually, I would uh, actually get one of those Fruit of the Loom, you know, white T-shirts, and uh, you know, you know that printer thing sure. I was talking about last oh, week. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Sure, but I got one for my daughter, so you know, I could just use that and print something out for uh, for the field on it and send it to you guys. We have to test it. So Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, you have to test it. Well, that was uh, pretty amazing. Uh, the good news is uh, I just kind of logged in and uh, I get Shannon on the line. So we're uh, excited to have Shannon Gallagher on and he uh, he's going to bring us up to speed on all the, the new stuff at the uh, Electric Festival. So I'm pretty excited about talking to him. Fantastic, man. Uh, since I haven't talked to him for, what, a whole year? I, since I didn't go to the show last year. I know, year, right? 
You'll have to, uh, you'll have to, uh, ask him all your questions since you were, uh, tardy or not. You, you were absent last year, I guess. Well, so. you know, well, I'm having a heart attack, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of things to do. <laughs> you were busy. I, was a I know. Busy, so a tiny bit, you know, of all the excuses, Jay, I think you could have found a better one. I know you yeah, no <laughs> used that one last the year before. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's uh, too funny. Yeah. Well, let's get him on the line. Mr. Gallagher, welcome to the Park Flyer podcast. I'm happy to talk to you after, a, I guess, a year, year and a half hiatus. Yeah, we really missed you at the last one. I was crying. Well, some people were crying. We weren't. Mike and I were having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but it was sad yeah, that no, he wasn't there. Well, once again. It was, it was very sad. Well, once again, uh, I'm, I'm glad that we got you on the show tonight. And I guess you, uh, you want to give us a little uh, intel for uh, yeah, bring us up to speed. Yeah, so I wanted to give a little sneak preview to the Arizona Electric Festival 2020. Uh, so uh, just like when we think of 2020, we like to think, hey, perfect, right? Like perfect vision. So we're, we're hoping this one's perfect. Excellent. Knock on wood for the, for the weather, of course. Uh, it's February 7th, 8th, and 9th. So mark that on your calendars. And I know you three will be there. Uh, and hopefully a lot of other people. Uh we're doing pretty much the same thing we've done the past couple years with a few little tweaks. How so, my friend? So one of the things this year is um, the uh, the pilot entry fee is still forty dollars, but we know that not everyone can show up for all three days, and to pay forty bucks for to fly one day is a little much, right? Mm, I don't know. I'll, I'll pay forty dollars and fly, okay. and I well, don't I fly at all. <laughs> I I'd that. pay so twice that. Mike, Mike's gonna pay that's my forty dollars, right. so that's, that's eighty dollars right. really for him. So I hear you. So what we're, we are going to do is we're, we're going to offer a twenty dollars day pass. So if you let's say you can only come out on Friday, or you can only come out on Sunday, or even Saturday, you can pay twenty bucks and fly. Um, as you guys know, we have a pilot raffle, and on Saturday we have the. Uh, the pizza party, you don't get that for the 20 bucks. So if you want the full, you know, the full uh, event, uh, the 40 bucks is still the best deal. But uh, if you just want to come out and fly and have a good day of flying, then you're, you'll be in good shape. So um, the other thing we're going to do a little different is uh, one of our events we have during the noontime show has typically been the slow stick competition. Um, this year, we're kind of changing up a little bit. Uh, one of our other events that we're, we now hold is called Taking Flight. It happened back in April. And maybe you guys want to join us this year for it. We can talk about that another time. Um, they did a uh, the uh, the flight test, uh, the tiny trainers and those little the, the cardboard foam planes that they have out now. Um, we did they did a a, a uh, combat with those, and then we incorporated some killer drones at the end of it. So we're kind of taking a a, a slice of that. We're going to kind of make it the more of the flight test, open run with your brung. Um, but we're going to actually have it where you can build one on Friday and then fly it on Saturday. No, that's that. amazing. That is cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's a great that idea. A great yeah, idea. Gonna... Okay, Shannon, I have a sure. question. How about, did you guys consider the paintball idea that we talked about? You know, we, I, that, you're not the first person to ask that, trust me, because that came up for, for this event <laughs> yeah. I was just talking about. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on my board. My boards, are the, they're, they're a little behind on the times. Um, We'll see. It's it's a it's a slim chance, but because I know you guys do it and do it do it well, so yeah. Uh, so we're we're still pushing for that. But what? Well, I just wanted to say I'll offer to be a, a pilot of one of the planes that they get to shoot <laughs> at. I hear you. Maybe what we need to do. Maybe what we need to do, Mike, is go earlier and then have the board show up. Paint, give them all yeah, paint guns paint and then guns fly. And, 
Yeah. See if they like it. Yeah, see if they like it. Maybe because they all they all have guns. They just uh, they just don't like him mixed with airplanes. Apparently. Yeah, but well, maybe we can maybe we can we can change that. So, so yeah, so we, we got a few little changes, but you know the same basic format and uh, you know just three three great days of flying. We got food vendors lined up. We got hobby vendors lined up. Um, I'm really excited. You know, this is uh, I think my fifth year running the event. Yeah, fifth year and. Uh, just uh just really excited about it. so i'm glad you guys could give me a few minutes to talk about it and uh and, and spread the word so keep your calendars wide open february 17th and 9th uh you can go to www.azelectricfestival.com uh for uh, all the info you can register if you want to uh just the 40 dollars ones the 20 dollars just day of right. show up if you want to pay it we can do the regular part too so and uh just um, to, just to make sure you have to be an ama member to uh be able to fly even with the day pass correct Yes, of course. So always for all our events, you got to be an Academy of Model Aeronautics member uh, to, to be participating. Uh, we recommend you have all of your, your FAA uh, nomenclature on your aircraft as required by the FAA. So uh, we do that. Uh, we're in Class G airspace, for those of you that know what that is. Perfect. So, so we, we have pretty wide open, no restrictions for flying currently. Obviously, the, the 400 foot limit is 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 an effect um are, are we are we out there with a yardstick no but uh just keep that in mind that's a pretty big yardstick 400 foot yardstick <laughs> it would be i don't think it'd be <laughs> called a yardstick anymore would it <laughs> it's the, the flight oh come on they have laser measuring that's tools true. now they can do it with that yeah then you could blind my pilot though and i don't want my pilot to be blind. no no we're, we're, now we're crossing now we're crossing <laughs> the stream there we don't want lasers and all that stuff that's right uh, Hey, hey, Shannon, I have a sure. question for you as, as a president um, of a club. Uh, we were, we've been talking to other club presidents, and one of the things I was wondering is, like, in Arizona, it's got to be hot, like, a lot of the time, right? Mm-hmm. So do you guys fly indoors at all? Like, your club do indoor flying? You know, um, I was part of another club, the Gilbert Quiet Flyers, and we had um, access to kind of a large gymnasium-type place for, for a few events. It's funny. We've tried to have indoor events, but the people who have indoor venues don't quite get what we're doing, and they think we're going to like blow the place up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, what, what about what about like schools though? I mean, like schools are that way, or how 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 are Arizona schools in that regard? Um, like, imagine if you connected with one of their STEM programs, they would be well received. But maybe I'm you forget that he's right. But you forget too that some of the schools in Arizona are round year round. So it's not like there's a big summer break where we could go yeah. fly. And and I, I, I hate to say it that we don't have a huge um like the micro and mini park flyer um group of, of pilots that we've that, that some clubs might might gravitate towards. Right. Um I mean we've got a lot, you know, our clubs we still have a lot of guys that fly gas and they fly turbine. Of course electric's the big you know, kind of the, the mainstay, but um but the bigger the better. And I think we've seen that at AEF the last few years. Yeah, we have the the gaggles, but everyone's bringing out bigger and bigger electric aircraft. And I think, um, you know, I've got more micros than I can count. Uh, I could just spot one today <laughs> from a guy. So um, I'm gonna, you know, that's a good that's a good question. But usually, if you if you get out early enough in the morning, you know, it's it's good flying weather uh, up until you know at least in the summer until about nine o'clock, and then we're then we're done for. But uh, uh, there was a great venue. So, so Arizona State University, their practice football field is in one of those giant enclosed um, 
It's like I a tent. It's yeah, it's inflatable. It's like a tent. tent. Yeah. yeah, you've yeah. seen it. I'm sure right. you've seen it. You know, those of you that live in the valley. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually had a friend who, you know, it was part of the Asian Athletics. I'm like, hey, you know, what's the thought about that? And they're like, um, they're they're afraid you're going to puncture it, and then they can't do any. You know, then they, then then we're you know in all whole another you know realm of. But you can, you can get bonded for that stuff. So I, I think that's a that's a you know that's something that doesn't cost very much from an insurance yeah. perspective. I, I get I get the concern, but at the same time, we we flew a lot of indoor venues, including ones that have a shell like that that you're talking about, yeah. and you know we never never really had a problem. But yeah, the, the biggest thing the biggest thing, Shannon, is that you you might have to go and just bring a plane in front of the people and go, hey, this is the plane. Here's my controller. And fly it around the field, and they can just see it. Yeah, you know, and and see that it weighs nothing. Because I had the same thing when we were asking to. Uh, do a venue on on the Air Force Base that was up in right. Alaska. They were they were like, "Oh, you're gonna fly metal planes with metal no. blades," and I'm like, uh, "No, we're flying oh, yeah, we're people." Why so so I like I that? flew a vapor right into Jay, and it was like that was the demo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's not uh, true. Jay was, was the demo. Yeah. Okay, go stand over there, Mister Neal. <laughs> yeah. Make it look like you're not exactly. paying attention, Jay. Okay, here it goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We you know we have we have uh, you know our one our one airfield and which we have, we had some improvements if, if I failed to mention that. Yeah, uh, you did. What repaved, uh, tell, repaved your uh, runway, didn't you? Well, not the runway. We, we repaved the infield, like the pit area and, and where the Ramada is. And then um, the, uh, the area between um, like the, the fence and the, <clears throat> and the, uh, the parking area, there was a big swath swath of dirt, you know, if you had a wheelchair or just you load your planes, you're going to get, you know, get dirty. We filled all that in. So like from where your cars pull up to um, and back into is like completely paved now. So it's just, it's nice and smooth and, nice. and uh, yeah. it's oh, really a kind of a cool thing. Nice. So right. uh, looks real nice. We don't have as much of you know water standing issues. And it just, it's just, we got, we got brand new chairs. Um, uh, University of Arizona cleared out a bunch of their like really nice office chairs and we took a whole bunch of them. And I mean, some of them were like literally brand new. They just had too many of them or whatever, but, so we got lots of seating now. Wow. We redid our um, our bleachers. We have a new maintenance guy. We just redid all of the bleachers. Like we put new wood up, and we and we welded. And I mean, just we've just been going nuts with updating this field. So really looking forward to it. My cat wants to. I was going to say your cat that. approves as well. You <laughs> <laughs> that it was a small jet flying by. Eat one of the two. Yeah, yeah. I'm my micro jet in my in my office. There you go. So. Exactly. Well, uh, Mike was trying to convince me to bring my uh, ninety-seven uh, inch F fifteen. Is yeah for, for the, the noon for demo, the, you know, midday yeah. show. It runs off a three cell, believe it or not. Yeah, really. Yeah, for the for the King Tech, you know, <laughs> for the turbine. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's to get it started. That's to get it started. Yeah, because yeah, I, I get that all the time. I bring my turbine. It's it's electric That was pretty funny. Well, we we are uh, super excited. Um, I've actually been contacted by some of the guys out in California, and uh, you know they've been asking if we're going to be there and and uh, what the, what's the schedule. I did notice um, where I was looking somewhere uh, on the calendar. I think on the AMA calendar, and they actually had it listed for like the eighth, ninth, and tenth. Do they really? I'm pretty sure because I started looking at it and I was like, wait a second, they're holding it on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday because I was, you know, we were going to show up early. But so, you may check that because it definitely okay. is the 7th, 8th, and 9th. And, and, yes. uh, yeah, the Thursday, Friday, uh, or I'm sorry, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, yeah. 
Um, and, and if you show up on Thursday, you know, if you've got a camper or something, you can show up on Thursday and set up and, and we have security that night. So that's a cool thing. Perfect. So, yeah. We you know, will come uh, in town. I'll be out there. Actually, I'll be out there Thursday. We're out there, you know, getting ready. And, right. Yeah. And we'll be out there. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're out there uh, with our new equipment and uh, I think we're camping. So we're going to participate again in the uh, night fly since Jay didn't get to do it last year. We're uh, definitely making a big uh, presence this year. So. Uh, we definitely were, uh, enjoy being a part of the Arizona Electric Festival. It's something we look forward to every year. And yep. uh, it definitely is uh, listed as the highest priority on my vacation bidding when I go to vacation. <laughs> I always take that whole week off so we can support you. You know, if, if there wasn't Christmas, there would only be the That's AEF. true. In my, in my, <laughs> well, life, in my life anyway. <laughs> well, Santa shows up, then it's even better. Exactly. Know? Exactly. That's exactly my point. It's like, you got to be So there. Who, are, uh, who are some of the vendors you got coming out? Uh, so uh, definitely for sure I've got, uh, I've got uh, Northwest RC coming coming down from the Pacific Northwest. With Super all of Timmy. Great, uh, yeah, Super Tim. Super Tim. Uh, we just got, we're going to have uh, ePower, of course. They're well known for their, uh, all the connectors and tools and things like that. We're going to have our local hobby shops, Superstition Hobbies, uh, Alliance, RC Hobbies, uh, House of Balsa, um, Zap Blues. They're, they're, they're all together. I'm trying to think who else is going to be there for sure. Um, there's like two or three others like this. And, uh, uh, Roaring Top Batteries. Um, one of our local guys is, is now a rep for Roaring Top. And uh, they'll have a, a vast uh, selection of, of uh, the Roaring Top uh, batteries. And then he gets all the, he's kind of getting some feedback. You know, hey, which ones do you want? He's putting things out there on RC. So, you oh, know, very so cool. a lot of different popular sizes on that. Oh, that's easy. Uh, we need three cell 2200. <laughs> okay, my, I'll obviously. make sure of that. There we go. I'll let him know. And, and uh, he was just, he, he had, uh, he just had a booth at the, uh, we just had the jet rally at our field this past weekend. That's right. Sold out of like half his batteries. <laughs> yeah. just, they just went like hotcakes. That's so. amazing. Yeah. So we've got a new coffee vendor in the morning. Um, one of our club members, his daughter has a, has a trailer, real nice trailer and she makes the best coffee. Oh my gosh. Just, she has some amazing coffee drinks. We've got, uh, I'm looking forward yeah, to we've that. Got that's for corn, sure. We've got funnel cake, the funnel cake guy that we got now. Oh my gosh. Um, I got, I, I only ate half of it this past weekend and it was just die for. So, so yeah, so we're, we're really stacking up on the, uh, on the food vendors and, uh, we've got a lot of, you know, as far as I can tell, most of our, you know, returning pilots, uh, uh, flex innovations will be there too. That's another vendor. Right now. Very cool. Yes, they're always there. So, and, and, uh, usually some more of the local, uh, guys will, will pop in, but, uh, is uh multiplex really, going to be there again this year? Cause I think Mike has a few words for those guys and, uh, and his fundraiser. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I talked to them at the, uh, I, I want to say, I want to say thanks. And what, where's <laughs> the right, man, that thing, <laughs> we flew Mike's fundraiser, uh, out here when he was, uh, when he came down, we put it together and painted it, did a whole podcast episode. You may have seen it, but, uh, or heard it. And then uh, I, he turned around and, and got me one. So we uh, we were chasing him around. We uh, actually went to to um, yeah Holly Springs, Springs. Fest, and uh, Jay was okay. Jay was nice enough to rearrange the entire airplane. So <laughs> <laughs> so when he went to go buy uh, the new you know a new fuselage and everything for Mike, we realized that I think they stopped selling it. So I don't know what happened, but well, um, if I if I if I heard correctly through the hobby grapevine, I think high tech was actually just recently purchased by horizon hobbies. Oh, there you go. 
So um, oh, okay. I think so. So don't uh, don't it quote is, me on that. Doesn't mean I have to like it though. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to like it. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry for that, but uh, you know, you know, how things in this hobby tend to change rather quickly. Sometimes. This is true, and and not always in, right. in favor. I, I don't like that and, either. Yeah, I don't like it either. <laughs> don't like it either. Yeah, but, well. Uh, well, we, make, we make the best. Well, we can. The, the nice thing is, I saw that they have uh, a new fun. Yeah, that's true. Coming out yep. version two. So that'll be kind of good. So, and does that one have yeah, lights so. on it? I can't remember if it has lights on it or not. I don't remember if it has lights on it or not. But uh, you know, I I have a fun cub, the, the original, and you know, if they came out with a version two and oh, improved on it, that's, that's one of the easiest things to do with one of these planes is put some lights on it. Yeah, nowadays it's very easy. So. Well, uh, that's Im- impressive, and uh, hopefully, I think the motion guys are going to be here maybe this year as well, and they've got a new yes. airplane out, so hopefully, we'll we'll be yeah, able to so, see that, and hopefully, even something new, new when that when when the electric festival rolls on. But those uh, that AL thirty seven is going to probably be you know uh, one of the star attractions. As many guys are going to have those right um, out and about, and um, uh, one of our local guys, Barrett Hawkhouse, well known for building his own uh, creations. Yes, indeed. Uh, He's, he made a couple of uh, 737s, and I'm currently in possession of the old school uh, America West Airlines uh, version of that one. So I'm, I'm going to try and get the – got to build the wings because if, 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 if the plane he builds is – he builds a fuselage for a 737, but he uses the free wing ME262 wing and power system because it's almost the same as the 737-100 oh, there you go. Uh, at a glance. So I've got the whole wing kit. I've got two two good fans and everything. I just got to put the whole thing together. Very nice. Uh, but the fuselage is, is ready to go. I just got to do the wing for that. So he's got some other creations. He's he's uh, bringing the, uh, as I understand it, um, he built a uh, spruce goose years ago, full eight engines. Uh, it's hand launched. Wow. Don't have any water, at least not enough water at our, at our field. Um, but he dresses up in full regalia like Howard Hughes, the hat, the, <laughs> That's the, the, awesome. everything. And uh, awesome. he gets into it. But, I can't wait. Yeah, it was, it's amazing. And he, so he's bringing that out of retirement. He hasn't flown it. And I like the real one. He, he flew it once and put it away, you know, right. uh, cold storage and everything. But uh, he's bringing it back out. I know last so, yeah. last year he was talking about maybe adding some EDFs to the B36 uh, as well. But I don't know if that's actually on the books for this year or not. It's it's sort of on the books. Um, I'm trying to think what was the last plane he built that was pretty cool. Um, He's been building. He actually has been more into his boats lately. He built a yeah. uh, he built a uh, a Ranger USS Ranger oh, with wow. actual F-14s and and an AWACS and an S-3A Viking on the dash. Holy the smokes! I mean, they're oh my gosh, it's beautiful. So, but yeah. unfortunately, he can't fly that there. <laughs> no, not yet. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the Avengers may be able to help him out with that. <laughs> there we go. We're getting yeah. We're, yeah. I'm like, I'm like when's the heli? When's the helicarrier coming? Exactly. Yeah. So. Well, we are getting very excited. It's uh, what ninety? Well, just a little over uh, a few weeks away, and we got what? Yes. Yeah. It's 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 so fast. It's coming so fast, and uh, but we're ready. We're we're we, you know the field's going to be in tip top shape. Uh, vendors up lined up. You know, prizes lined up already for a lot of the you know we one of our our, our well known things the raffle. We like to get, make sure all of our pilots do something nice. Well, I'll tell you what, if uh, if Horizon Hobby uh, donates a v, V900, then I'll feel a lot better about the <laughs> I would too. Yeah. So we'll I've actually flown one cool. of those. I like the fundraiser better, but that's just my opinion. So the V900 is uh, really fast, but it's kind of small. You can't see it as well. Yeah, they're, they're a little, you know, yeah, a little tiny, a little tiny things. There. 
But well, we are uh, obviously looking forward to it. We are, uh, you know, just stand by waiting to uh, come out there and enjoy the uh, three days of fun and excitement uh, and be a part of it once again this year. As always, you've done a, a fantastic job. I know uh, you've got an incredible staff. Um, you know, props to those guys, and uh, and you've done uh, you know really good job as the president too. So, for at least from what I've heard, because I was at the uh, jet rally uh, this past um, you know time as well, and uh, everybody spoke real highly of it. They liked it. So, yeah, we had we did some changes. Um, yep. at, at first, they weren't they weren't popular with with some people, myself included. But uh, I was kind of sold. We had a Extremely successful event. We had 49 pilots, and 90% of them were jet, were, were uh, turbines. Yeah, there were amazing. five of us that flew EDFs. <laughs> that was it. But even it even then, the EDFs were, uh, you know, they weren't in the way or anything. You guys did a good yeah. job, at, you know, and they were big enough that they kind of, you know, you guys all kind of ran out there and flew them all at once, and it while well, everybody was refueling or whatever, so it worked yeah. out really well. I I, I really yeah, had a good time. Uh, was there for two days, and uh, it was it was fun. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Had a few crashes, nothing too major. But, yes. Uh, <laughs> well, no, they lost the F-22 pretty much. <laughs> it went in yeah. a ditch. But, yeah, that um, was pretty bad. That was that was a little rough one to see. Because I remember you when you, nothing like that sound of hearing a turbine point out. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-oh. I know, right? Fox <laughs> chicken. Yeah, emergency. So that was pretty good. The good news was uh, I think Wayne Lane's uh, little um, – I think it was a Eurofighter or something, whatever. It's a comp bar for something or another. But anyway, it got caught in the Barry Hendricks tree uh, last year yep. at the EDF. Barry uh, got the little tree at the end of the runway there, snagged his right. L39, and it yep. shook like a you know like a big hula dancer. And then all that came out of the front of it was the battery, right, Mike? It just went <laughs> ejected yeah. the battery across. Yeah, that thing, that thing was ejected like it 20 was. Well, the same thing. This one happened with a big turbine airplane. So uh, although the the turbine won, not the bush. So the turbine yeah. actually made it through, but it was pretty funny. So, yeah, but that was a great event. So, well, we know you have a lot of work to do, and uh, like I said, we uh, we're going to let you go. But thank you very much for joining us on the par- uh, the Park Flyer podcast, and well, man, we are looking was, forward uh, to it. I'd, I'd come knock on your room, like Mike. I want to do a I want to do a preview, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, you spring it on me tonight. Like, hey, get on the phone. Like, well, I haven't yeah. I know, right? Well, we won't take up your dinner time, but we appreciate you joining us, and uh, we are looking Guys. forward to seeing you here in a few weeks at the uh, Arizona Electric Festival. Excellent, and uh, we can't wait to see everybody. Who's, uh, everyone who's- Perfect. I think we lost him. Across the room. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> Problem. I got so excited. It must have been his cat. The cat did it. <laughs> He's excited. He threw his phone. It was the cat. Uh, that's uh, good. You no, know, my my pen caught the my my headset. It was like, oh, uh, there you uh, go. We were so excited to to have everybody come out. And uh, if you have any questions, www.electricfestival.com, uh, www.elect- and uh, we'll answer all your questions. Perfect. And then I think you have a spot on RC groups as well, right? Yeah. So we also we have the uh, I don't know if it's open yet. I'm gonna talk to Pat Pat Gagnon, my assistant contest director. Okay. Handles all that, but if it's not open yet, we'll have, it'll be open very shortly. So we'll have a we'll have a thread under the special events section awesome. of RC groups. Excellent, excellent. Uh, we always do. Well, man, we are looking forward to it, and we appreciate you joining us. Great, thanks a lot, guys. Uh huh. Take care. We'll see you. Thanks. See you, Shannon. Bye. Well, I am looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fun event. Uh, how can it? I don't know. Not it's be always fun been event. a fun event for us, and uh, especially the night fly. I think uh, with Jay there this year, uh, it's going to be even more hilarious, more shenanigans. 
Well, it's, kind of, my, it's my it's mere presence like, alone. For me, do. it's kind of like cruise or AEF. <laughs> cruise. It's, and quite frankly, it's yeah, easy, it decision easy decision for me, for me too, because I live here. So yeah. anyway, it's something I look forward to. <laughs> and I and I look forward to the fact that uh, the three of us get together again. So it's it's always fun when we're all together, especially at an RC event, and uh, you know that we're doing interviews. Looking forward to some people out there. We've got uh, new equipment to um, you know play with. We've got some uh, new GoPro videos and uh, some gimbals and stuff that we're going to be able to do. So hopefully we'll be able to put some stuff on our YouTube channel. And man, this uh, our hours up. <laughs> it goes by fast when you have interviews. It doesn't is. It? Yeah. Well, well, I hope uh, I hope the one. Uh, you know, I'm sure because, it will. You know, the the one thing about the festival that I noticed over the couple of years that we've done it, you know, they've been moving it further and further back. Um, you know, as opposed to when it first started, didn't it first? It used to. It started like well, the January, very first right? time it was that first uh, weekend in February or the last weekend in January. But I think when uh, Shannon yeah. took it over, he slid it back because he didn't want it. Um, court you know, he didn't want to interfere with either the super bowl which i think is in january or whatever yeah it was the super bowl NASCAR. you guys have the daytona 500 or something out there <laughs> so he's kind of in between the two like which is good for him he you know yeah. but either way uh, they always get a, a great turnout uh, people come from all over i think mike and i had mentioned last year there was a guy from you know quebec or somewhere up in canada somewhere that came down he heard about it so we're looking forward to it yeah we're looking forward to it so if you're uh, listening to the podcast, yep. you're coming to the AEZ uh, Electric Festival, look us up, swing by and uh, say hello to the, uh, the Park Flyer podcast hosts, and um, you know, we'll be looking forward to meeting you. So, Well, um, anything going on Absolutely. this week? You guys flying at all? Uh, well, hopefully. Uh, the weather holds. I still have to get the field okay. done. Yeah. Well, we uh, are definitely going to, uh, I think this is the second to the last podcast. The next podcast comes out Christmas Eve. Amazing. We'll be able to wish everybody a Merry wow. Christmas. And then we're off to our fifth season in January. So we'll have to wrap up the year and sing a few Christmas carols and, you know. Five golden seasons. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, we're not going <laughs> to sing uh, Christmas carols for Mike there. So <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Say, Hit the riff, Mike. That was my chance. Uh, and exactly. Oh. You had the chance and you blew it there, buddy. But uh, it was good. So we'll have to, um, you know, give him a, uh, a kudos for doing that. How's that? <laughs> there you uh, go. A little late. You need to, you need to work <laughs> on the timing. But, but yeah, the try was nice. A day late and a dollar short. That's what it is. No <laughs> doubt. Oh, perfect. Something like that. I know. Shot. Right here. So, yeah. There so now are. I can play with my new toy, uh, the podcast toy that we got. Oh, it's got uh, a bunch of new sounds to it. We can throw them in there while we're talking. <laughs> so that's pretty much dangerous. So we used to have to do it in post-production. Now we can do it live on the on the fly. Well, gentlemen, I am wishing you uh, a wonderful uh, holiday season. We will uh, probably talk again uh, before the, um, or actually on Christmas Eve, I guess. That's when our next podcast is coming out. So uh, from Michael here in Arizona. Jay from the hills of Arizona. Arizona. Hills of Arizona. Oh my gosh, you forget Man. where you were. All this Arizona talk. Wow. From the hills of Texas. There you go. And this is AK Mike in Texas. Well, we will see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You've been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and feel free to
email us your questions, topics, or suggestions, and we'll be part of the